Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, and John. People can't see this ritual, but every he does, Troy, he does it every time. Three seconds before we go on, he rubs his hands as if he's about to play a state of origin. Let me, let me tell you where I got that from. You guys have both seen Tony Robbins over the years. Yes. And, and I remember many, many years ago when I went to my first Robbins and he talked about, I think he called it an anchor move or an anchor. And so he basically said, yeah, when you're in a, a re, when you feel really good about life and whatever that, whatever got you that state, do something to anchor in a feeling. And so he said, you know, he took us through a ritual, everyone in the audience, he said, think about, you know, when you're either most in love or you'd won the lottery or something great had happened, get the feeling back again and then do something. And, and it was amazing. It anchored me. And so every time now I, I want to get myself into a peak state, I rub my hands together like that. And it makes me, it gets me adrenaline pumped and it feels like I just won lottery. So Because you, you, you've associated that uh, um, good feeling with right. that event so if I do it, nothing happens because, <laughs> right? Nothing. Troy, you guys through the anchoring I'm process go through the, before. I've got, and I might actually have another move because I've seen him do that. There's one where he hits himself there, or you've got to ha create a move. Yeah, yeah. That you, yeah. He suggests a few different things that you can do, but it is amazing how your body, your mind, your DNA, your cells, they remember good and bad. So you know, the basic thing is when you are in a happy state and you do whatever is your move. When you do your move at another time, it brings back that happy state. So it actually works. I find well. um, if I'm ever doing a, a talk, I find listening to music right. that energizes me. Yes. I don't do. I don't. I do it less more for the people and more for myself. I get pretty selfish. I find that certain music I find right. inspires me. And um, so I these rituals, these are rituals, right? Both yeah. an anchor state, music, and I'll tell you another one in a second. But what are you doing before you walk into a listing? Yeah. Now, one of the and the one I'm about to tell you about, which most people will recognise when I talk about it, but this is one of the mo world's most powerful rituals. It's the All Blacks before they start a game of the Harker, when the whole team stands there and they go well, through the Well, that's a Maori. ritual, isn't it? It's a ritual. Maori war dance. It gets them into state, and I'm sure it, it psychs part of the competition out. But you know, they do that and they do it before every Test match because that's part of their preparation yeah. ritual. So. Um, I think for all our listeners there, next time before you give a presentation, hold a sales meeting, go into a listing, negotiate something, have, have something to get you into state. Yeah. It could be nice music, drive on your way to the listing that's there. It could be getting there five minutes early and just visualising, which used to be another one of my rituals. It could be having a little anchor move that really makes you feel happy to be around. Because people know, people are buying, as Matt LaHood always says, Troy, people buy your energy. And, and if you walk in and you're in a peak state and you're enthused and they can tell that you're enjoying life, your chance of getting that listing has just gone up 50% before yeah. you even said a word. Okay, so... So it's Q&A Wednesday, I'm, is it? Is yes. Wednesday today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q&A well, we Wednesday. Yeah, we, we, don't, we, we actually don't have a brand name for it, but it is Q&A, John. Q&A <laughs> um, Wednesday. Q&A Wednesday. Good. I'm, uh, here's a question. I'm a relatively successful real estate agent with a positive attitude, high levels of energy, and good communication skills. My problem is I'm totally disorganized and have no process or systems. Help me. Where do I start? Uh, represents a lot of the real estate industry. This, uh, this, what did they this, say they were good at? What were the first few things? Uh, they positive they'd... attitude, high yeah. levels of energy, good, good communication good. skills. Well, this is, not a, this is not an uncommon story, Tom. A lot of people are, are either very good at the passion side of the business, which it sounds like this writer, this author is, or very good at the process, which is the organisation. 
the reality is you will become a dinosaur unless you become brilliant at both. So mm -hmm. bad news for this particular um, asker of the question is that you need to get good at the other side. And the bad news for people that are good at the other side and yet are not passionate or positive is you've got to get good at both because someone in your marketplace is or is about to get brilliant at both. So you're saying, John, um, and I use a metaphor uh, when I'm in my real estate gym, you need to have the energy of virgin but the process of McDonald's. Yeah. Um, you're saying you need Correct. both. You can't be pumped and energised if... Um, you're disorganised and right. there's well, no Tom, look, I, you, you and I, we, we have the 2x conversation a lot with each other and with people we coach and when we, when we teach on stage. And I say to people, let me give you the reality check. If you did 40 sales last year and you want to go to 100, you ain't going to get there doing using the same time management strategies. You need to reinvent yourself because if you've got to fit another 60 listings and sales in, or probably 70 listings and 60 sales, you need to find the space to do that. And partly that's personal organisation and partly that's team and partly it's technology. So that'd be the three things you could leverage. You, you gave, we had a, a, a mini coaching session with uh, Matt Lancashire and his team yeah, yeah. last week yeah. from uh, Ray White at New, New Farm. Farm. Yeah. Now, I've got great to say, team, by the way. Great, great team. Great John, group. you said something that to me was one of the most profound things I'd heard in real estate coaching in recent times. And that was to one of the people you said to them, if you're writing $700,000 now and you, there's no margin in your life and you're under the pump and you're just keeping things together, yeah. you're going to have a problem going to the next level. Yeah, in reality, you won't go to the next level because the wheels are starting to wobble at 700. Yeah. How on earth is your subconscious going to let you get to 1.4? It's not. It's going yeah. to stop you and then it'll start making excuses and then you'll start believing the excuses, etc., etc. So... Um, on the on the time management organisation, because that was the question, wasn't yes, it? How, how do you get how do you get more process, more systems, more organisation? Well, keep it very simple because you know there's a few few systems you absolutely need. One is an ideal week, which we speak speak about all the time, which is really organising your week so you do and your day, you do things at certain times of the week and the day that are most important and best fit that activity. So, for example, it could be I used to ring every single morning, every one of my vendors between 8 and 9. Then I used to ring all my pipeline listings, those people that I was following through on, prospecting listings. So have a pattern to your week. Yeah, yeah. Organise your day. And it won't be perfect. There'll be days where you have to rush out and do an incredibly urgent one-off activity. When it's happening on a daily basis, that's a problem. But occasionally you'll have to vary that and be flexible. So don't, don't sweat that. But as long as it's working 80% of the time, it'll be fine. Um, so... You know, what we call, and Dr. Fred Gross, you know, I always credit, um, you know, Fred for, for this because he taught us not only idea week, but he taught us about morning ritual. So if you spend the first hour of your day exercising, stretching, listening to a podcast, great morning ritual. If you spend the second hour eating nourishing food, having a freshly brewed coffee and prepare, mentally preparing for your day, example. If you spend the third hour of your day on growth activities, growth calls, growth activities, your most important meetings, or your third and fourth hours of the day, doesn't matter what you do for the rest of the day, you're on fire. If you do those three things, for example. AM be, energy there, isn't there? Yeah, AM energy. And, and we talk about you know growing your business in the morning and managing it in the afternoon. Oh, I love that. Um, so I think very much, Phil Harris talked about that, 
I like, I, I, John, I like that Phil's concept. still on the planet. I haven't heard from him for a well, long time. Well, Phil, Phil's he been overseas. Retired. He's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money. Well, <laughs> yeah, he could have retired. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be paranoid now. He'd be worried the tax officer would be listening to all of this. <laughs> Phil, we're with you. We've got your back. We're he in your corner. He went overseas with realestate.com today. Correct. He was there with our, um, our sponsors of our show, uh, took clients. Like um, some of the t- 20 of their best clients. 20 I know of their Jeff best went clients. Um, I think Alex or Nathan from Owens and Cassidy, who are also correct. brilliant guys, went across. Correct. Interesting. So I think, I think you've, you've got to have a, a, an organised pattern. The next thing you need to have is checklists. If you do something on a regular basis, you and or your team need checklists. And you know, I talk about the Qantas checklist all the time, that Qantas has amongst the best pilots in the world, and they've done this 10,000 times, but every single time they go to take off, they have a you know hundred point checklist, and then when they're in the air, they have a different hundred point checklist, and then when they're cruising, they have another one, and then finally when they're going to land, and if it's raining when they go to land, they have a different one again. That's so, a wet weather landing checklist. So John, checklist. You're talking about a checklist from the minute you list the property to the minute it's launched. Open for inspections, auctions, listings. Uh, once it's listed, prior to a listing, you know you should have just a brief thing that says. Okay, you go to a listing, here are the 10 things. Have you done this? Have you Googled the owner? Have you printed out an RP data or a CoreLogic comparison? Uh, have you sent them an information package? Have you asked them the three questions? Those sort of, have you confirmed the appointment in advance? Whatever other eight best practice, because best practice is interesting if you do it once. It's life-changing if you do it every single time. And okay. a lot, lot of people kind of get it right sometimes. Then they get busy, then they forget, then they arrive there and they haven't sent the pre-listing package and they haven't asked the questions, they haven't confirmed the appointment, all these kind of things. And they blame it too, well, I'm getting busy. Busy is not an excuse. Watch, John, your view on to-do lists. Is it the night before, that morning, and your view on handwritten or using one of the new apps that you can use like things or I've never found an app that works for me particularly um, although I sometimes will type mine up because I like kind of typing things if I'm not on a plane on my iPad I'll type it up and then I'll send it to myself and print it but I generally find uh, handwritten works fine two is day before is much better than the day of but if you haven't done it by the morning do it first up Three years, I, heard, I got this from Al Tucci a while ago, James Al Tucci's podcast. He said, don't call it a to-do list, call it a success list. Mm, I like that too. And that was a great for me. That was a great... It's funny how words just shift your energy around something. And when I look at my success list daily, that kind of has a different connotation than a to-do list, which sounds like a laundry list, which sounds like hard work. And I'm also careful about what things I put on my success list that I probably would have put on my to-do list but as I'm putting something down, I'm starting to now think to myself, is this part of my success plan? Or is this something I should be delegating to someone else? So I think they're important. And I also love, the re- one of the reasons I love you know, handwritten ones is I like crossing things out. Kind of gives me a sense. And I know there are some apps that do that, but I just like, what's my top 10 things? Let's now, cro- as we go through them, cross it out. And you're getting this sort of sense of accomplishment and completion. So I think, back to the original questioner, there is no excuse. It's like people tell me I'm not a morning person. I'm saying, this is crazy. You know, just because you've got a habit of sleeping in doesn't mean you're not a morning person. Just because you may be presently in your life disorganised or not well organised, that doesn't mean you can't be. Get organised. Spring clean. I, I love the concept of spring clean. Go home, spring clean your wardrobe, spring clean your office at home, spring clean your car you get into every day, spring clean your office at work. Spring clean whatever you need to give yourself a fresh start. And by the way, it shouldn't take long. Can be done very your, John, your um, you've got a assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I look at your desk when we do the podcast in your office. It's pretty clean and tidy. Mm. Um, Which you've got to work hard at, by the way. See, clutter is easy. Complex is easy. Simplicity and minimalism is hard. Is that an ongoing issue? Oh, yeah. I mean, every, I mean, our lives are flooded with people sending us stuff, you know, picking up stuff, buying stuff, people leaving stuff with us to review, and, and you've got to work hard. So I have this kind of thing where I'm just always trying to clear and I don't pick up stuff I don't need, I don't have stuff at home I don't need. You know, I'm a great believer that, you know, if you buy a new piece of clothing, which, which one are you going to recycle and give to someone or give away to charity? Because really, do you need more clothes or just yeah. do you want to upgrade your clothes or your wardrobe? John, I love, I love um, the line, routine will set you free. Yeah. Um, I think it's the line that really summarises that when things are a habit and there's pattern and there's a ritual and the way that you start your day is generally the way the day unfolds, life seems to feel more effortless versus when you're busy being busy yeah. versus being busy productive, you know, yeah, yeah. big no, too different. That's why the success list is a good concept. One of the other quotes was came to my mind when you're saying that, Tom, because I, I agree routine sets you free. The other one is first we make our habits, then our habits make us. Yeah. There was a guy called John Dryden. I don't know what he did, but I remember seeing the quote and I remember seeing his name many years ago. So I think in, in summarising, um, you need to have a small number of routines, habits, systems, checklists, tools that keep you on track and that will give you the capacity to grow to the next level. Um, start with a success list, start with an ideal week, have a morning ritual and have a, a checklist for the key five. Determine what are the key five things you do and we've mentioned some of them, auctions, open for inspections, listings, so forth and make sure you have a checklist and some people say, oh well I don't know what to put on it. Just put whatever comes to mind. Just think back when you do it what is best practice for, and then do that. Because you can always add to it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time you use it. Yeah. It'll eventually be better. And, and I'm using checklists, you know, things like you and I travel a bit now with our day, as does Troy, you know, with our day-to-day with sort of businesses interstate. You know, I have a checklist of things that I've got to make sure that I need to have a battery charger, I need to have a, you know, iPad connector and, you know, to connect it to projectors and stuff. So, therefore, your chance of, of failure or your chance of being disorganised, uh, it doesn't mean you get everything right. We never, we never do, but it, it reduces the chance for error. And I think if you want to do a 2x business or if you want to grow a 10x office, you need to be highly organised the way you do it. So hopefully that helps our question, writer. Yeah, I think it does. And I think uh, the reality is, guys, we know that all the people that write the big bucks um, are organised and they've also got a team of people that are super organised as well. And that back end of the business is now becoming... that's what's giving you leverage to uh, 2x and 3x your income. But on that point, we're going to head off because Troy Malcolm's got to get on a flight in about <laughs> an hour and five minutes. Plenty of time. Um, so, What about you? Are you flying? Or are you I'm, flying fl- I'm, I'm, fly- I'm flying as well. I've got, okay, no, I've, I've, got 90, I've got 90 minutes. Now, Troy Malcolm has intelligently said, you're going to the airport as well. Do you mind if I jump in with you? <laughs> I've got to say, John, you got your staff well trained. There's $63 that you've saved the McGrath Corporation. That's going to be covered by the News oh, Corporation. Well done, Troy. We've taught you well. <laughs> All right, well, we'll speak to our, our very loyal listeners next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. See you guys. See you.